The Connected Hospital is a podcast that covers current topical news and trends about health IT, new technologies in the industry, and the challenges faced in today's fast-paced hospital and healthcare environment. This podcast is targeted for health IT leaders inside and outside of the hospital. Now for our host, John Mason, and today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the premiere episode of the Connected Hospital podcast. Uh, my name is John Mason, and I'll be your host uh, here as we focus on current healthcare IT trends. As you know, the hospital of today and the hospital of the future is a completely different place. And so we're going to focus on technologies and the challenges we face today in this fast-paced uh, healthcare environment. I'll be bringing in a variety of guests, and we'll be talking about different topics from just the general healthcare technology industry to very specific topics on things like artificial intelligence and internet of things. Today, we're going to be uh, talking with uh, a good friend of mine, Mike Blom. Mike is a CIO of a large health system. And uh, we're really just going to be talking about um, the connected hospital in general and why we would want to have a connected hospital. What are some of the benefits? Uh, what are some of the things to look out for? Uh, and really, um, what what do you get from being highly connected in the healthcare industry? In fact, today you're going to hear an interesting term I'd never heard before that Mike came up with called the Internet of Hospitals. And uh, it's a little play on the Internet of Things. So thank you again for joining and we'll get started. For most consumers, the search for a healthcare provider is a frustrating maze of bewildering choices and unanswered questions. And they really want to hear what other patients have to say in order to make a decision with confidence. With Loyal's Empower Solution, you have the tools to do just that. Empower your patients, the patient, and provide a solution. Maximizing star ratings while introducing deeper insights into what patients really are saying about their experience. You could sort, approve, and publish patient reviews of physicians, services, and even practices using some of the intelligent features like auto-approval and syntax highlighting. To learn more, visit them online at loyalhealth.com. All right, well, here we are. Um, Mike, thanks for joining us. Uh, really glad to have you here today on the Connected Hospital podcast. And uh Mike's a good friend of mine, but Mike, why don't you tell folks about yourself? Oh, sure. I have been doing healthcare IT for more than more than thirty years, and so wow. almost almost the dawn of the PC is when I got in got into it. Uh, but but more recently, you know, a lot of us in healthcare. I've been in the Austin, Texas area um, for over twenty years now, doing healthcare IT uh, and, and CIO here at at a, at a local at a local Austin healthcare uh, center. And, and I think the, the fun thing right now with healthcare and, and me and where I'm at is the explosion that we're kind of seeing in technology right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and let me just clarify, um, you're the CIO of a, of a health system. So um, folks, he's, um, he's not talking one hospital here. So he's got some great insight into the bigger picture. Um, wow, I had no idea you'd been in this 30 years. So that's, uh, that's, that's a learning for me. Um, yeah. Well, all you have to do is grow old to do that. <laughs> that's right. Well, um, you know, the, the, the podcast is called The Connected Hospital. And really part of the focus of this podcast is to, to really talk about what's going on in healthcare. And kind of like you said, um, you know, the, the dynamic changes that are happening in technology. I really want to start with this concept of a connected hospital. You know, we use that phrase a lot of times. 
But I, I guess I want to kind of dig into that a little bit. You know, it seems like pretty much everything in the hospital's electronic. Um, so is, do you think, what do you think? Is that what that means to be connected or is there something more that makes a hospital connected other than just that it has electronics? Yeah, I, I think it's more than, than just it has electronics. I think a big buzzword that's going around or a buzz phrase anymore is the internet of things. And, and to me, you, you know, got connected hospital is almost the internet of healthcare or the internet of hospitals or even you could just say the network of hospitals because it's the ability for all of those things that are out there to start speaking onto a network at the same time and for have somebody listening and doing something with what they're saying. Yeah, I like that internet of hospitals. That's kind of interesting because I've been in your seat as well. And, you know, we've we've talked about hospital systems working collaboratively but I, I like the way you put that. It's kind of relating it to the internet. It's the internet of hospitals. That's pretty cool. Well, so obviously one of the big drivers for that is patient care. Who who are you seeing being connected now to the hospital? Because I know it's changed over time. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's changed in the way they're connected. There's a lot of the same players that, that are there. You get more connectivity, um, you, you know, especially if you want to focus on the patient. I, I think you see a lot of what's going on in, in the nursing and the clinical area, but also the physicians. Um, gosh, I can get on a lot of soapboxes <laughs> about this, but I, 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 anything that's going on in our social life and all of the technology that we use there is the same types of things that we start to see coming into healthcare and coming into our hospitals. So mobility is a big piece of that. There are folks that don't have computers anymore because they can do everything they need to do either with a tablet or, or, with, their, or with their phone. And that's the same thing that, that they're wanting to do as they're starting to interact with all of the things going on in our facilities and our systems. And, and so there's a big challenge to us to make sure that we've got things that can be delivered in, in, those, in those areas. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so speaking of physicians, and I know that's a, that's a big player in the hospital systems, what kind of, um, what kind of connectivity are you hearing from, from the physicians that they're wanting or who are they wanting to be connected to? Primarily, there's a couple of, of things that I see that come into play there, but one is they want anything that's going to kind of make their lives easier and bring some efficiencies. Let's, let's kind of face it, for a while in both the nursing and in the physician areas, whenever we've given them more technology or brought technology to them, it usually is meant we've asked them to do something extra, do something more, yeah. interact with the computer, change the way you're doing things. And, and now that they're kind of there, how do they then start taking this technology and these, these, these new opportunities that we've given them and, and operate more efficiently? And so I think of things when you go to the mobility world in that you don't have to walk around and go from room to room, area to area, log in and out of a computer. If you can just sign into it on your phone and everything you need is right there on the phone. And that's why you're in the hospital. Then when you're outside of the hospital, to be able to get uh, patient alerts and, and warnings that come up on your phone to be able to, in a more integrated fashion, get directly in contact with, with the nurse of your patients and or text them. Of course, secure texting is a big piece of this, but to have that secure texting back and forth with, with the caregivers of your patients, I think those are big things. And, and, and then something that, that, that's really kind of caught a niche with the, with the physicians is also being able to, to tack on and, and do the business side of the operation where you're in a more automated fashion, fashion catching all of the information that you need for, 
for billing purposes. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because like, you know, in the old days, uh, a physician would come over to the hospital, I guess, and roam around and then go back to the practice and try to remember what all they did while they're at the hospital. So that's a great point. When we talk about a connected hospital, then what's the real benefit to the hospital? I think the efficiencies that you see with the physician are also efficiencies that can start getting be driven in, in the in the hospital. So if you go to a nurse and the patient care that they can give, um, you start decreasing the alerts that they have to respond to because we can deliver that to them now on a on a phone, on a mobile device, where with that one single device, we can get to the point where we're doing barcode scanning off of it for their medications. They can make their phone calls with it. They can do their secure texting. They can pull up clinical information on it. They can set alerts and alarms and reminders all through all of that. So the nursing and clinical folks work a lot more efficiently in that case. And then if you start looking even beyond those folks, it's the integration uh, of all of those systems. And I talked earlier about you know, all of these things are now starting to talk and we've got to have folks that are listening and reacting to that. So now you're collecting more data than you've ever collected before. And you start looking at things and, you know, big data is, is kind of the catchphrase that's out there. But quite, quite honestly, if you start really listening to the big data and listening to what it's telling you and guiding you, there's going to be a time where that data will start to save lives. Huh. That's a great point. In fact, I was going to ask you, um, I, I can think of a couple of times when I was sitting in a CIO seat, but kind of curious if you can think of any times when kind of the fact that you were connected or the fact that this interconnectedness existed, that it actually made a difference in patient care um, or the experience of that patient. Have you, you got any things that come to mind for that? I got a, I got a great story that, that came and I, and so did it make a difference in patient care? It made both a difference in the care for the patient, but also the experience uh, of the family. And um, you know, recently in Texas, we've had some hurricane issues. And as those go on, there are facilities that might be at risk in those areas. And so we local, recently took in some of the NICU patients from a facility down there. Now, of course, there's everything oh. that's involved in that whole, uh, you know, tra transfer of a patient and the data that needs to be involved in that, which is one piece of the connectivity that took place. But the really cool thing is, is if you can imagine that you're a mother and you've just had a baby and the baby might be at risk, and then you've got this hurricane beating down on you, which puts you at risk at evacuating the hospital. So we, of course, air flight the, the baby out of that area, bring them to one of our facilities so they've got safe and stable care. They're not worried about a hurricane here, but now you're the mother who just had a baby and you can't even see it. And, and so we've implemented some technology using something called NICView that allowed the mother and father to view their, their, their baby at any time they could view the baby. It wasn't just kind of a start up a Skype session and now you can see your baby and now you can't and call back in a few hours and we'll do it again. But it was 24 by seven turn the camera on, it's it's there, and they could see their baby. So really cool experience. Oh, wow. That is awesome because, I mean, yeah, you know, the bonding period with the mother and the child and the parents is is a big deal. So that's great. And it, you know, that, that really is a change from the old days of, you know, you might have gotten them on Skype or something to see their child, but just the fact that they can check in at any point, that's really great. And And I would say that's not only patient experience, but probably patient care, and it could be a patient safety issue too. Oh, absolutely. 
Hey everybody, this is Reed Smith. And this is Chris Boyer. And we are co-hosts on a show called Touchpoint, which is a podcast that's dedicated to the discussions on digital marketing and online patient engagement strategies, not only for just hospitals, but health systems and physician practices. In every episode, we'll dive deep into a variety of topics on digital tools, solutions, strategies, and other things that are impacting the healthcare industry today. And while you listen to this show, we would certainly love you to check out ours. All you have to do is swing on over to touchpoint.health for more information, and also some of the other shows that are featured on the Touchpoint Media Network. You know, a lot of the folks that are going to be listening are are folks either in your seat or in the IT arena of healthcare. So, you know, being connected is a great thing, but there's there's probably got to be some pitfalls, right? Some things to be on the watch for. What things do you think people need to be aware of as they start hearing this? We need to be more connected. We need to be more um, interconnected. What What are some warnings you might give them or things to watch for? Well, I, I think obviously where you go to there, in my mind, is the information protection because um, there, there are bad people lurking everywhere on, on our on our networks and on our internet, and they're likely looking and trying to expose loopholes that we we would never even think of of, of having to deal with. But um, you you look at the things that are now available uh, and the ways to kind of hack into all of that, and, and you've got to really really put some attention to protecting that information as you're going through this. I mentioned, you, you know, just the texting and now we can do secure texting. And, and it's not now that's been out for a long time, but yet how's the utilization of that? How's the adoption of that? Having these tools available and using them securely are two different things. And, right. and I think information protection, um, the organization I work for identifies information protection as the number one risk to the, to the, to the business. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, we're in an era where actually the technology itself is is almost the bigger risk than than anything else. That's that's really says something. Um, is there an area where maybe you've seen that you would tell people y'all to stay away from right now? Just something that you know this type of technology or connectivity is just not there yet. Hmm. I don't. I, I don't know that I can. I can pick one out because what I would normally tell you. Is, is be leery of the technologies, make sure they're secure, but I'm a technology fan. So, yeah. so I don't want to stay away from technology, um, but you definitely need to take all of the precautions to make sure that, that, that what you're doing is safe and, and secure and, um, and not, not in fact coming from the hands of the bad guys. Well, I guess, yeah. So when I, when I say that, I guess I think in terms of things like, you know, you hear about, and I'm talking outside healthcare now, but you hear about, interconnected refrigerators and connected this and that, this kind of back to your internet of things. So in, in your mind, even those are okay, but it just, you got to give them a lot of scrutiny is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, and be careful also, and as, as I, as I kind of contradict my statement that I love technology, don't become too dependent on it as well either. I mean, sometimes you, you've got to, you've got to lay hands and lay eyes on things. Um, right. So, so if you've got refrigerators and you're monitoring temperatures, that's that's great. But you, you still need to go kind of look at those sometimes and, and make sure that what's being reported is a, is the environment indeed. Well, and, and good point. I mean, you know, someone hacks a, a refrigerator thermometer, right? And your your medications go bad, um, but you your monitoring says it's fine. So, yeah, that's a good point. You know, just the 
double checking, having some checks and balances on the technology. Well, that's a great point. So, um, what do you think? What do you think from a in the future from a connected hospital? Um, what do you think's coming down the road? What What are things that you're hearing about or that uh, you feel like are kind of the next big thing that you, you're going to be trying to focus on? Well, you know, sometimes for us in healthcare, the future is, is kind of now. Um, and, and so some of this is kind of a silly answer, but gee, wouldn't it be great if we had an industry in healthcare that wasn't still reliant on fax machines <laughs> with all of the technology we have? I, I think sometimes that's still the primary way we do business and, and, and shouldn't be. But I, I'm excited about the things that are coming that help the clinician, all of the connectivity and interaction that we can now bring from the patient to the patient's family, to, to, the, to, the, to the nurses and to the physician, kind of wrapping them all together in, in one spot and the things that they can do there. Now, as a, as a specific technology, I'm kind of excited about what I see that that wearable type technology mm. is going to bring to us. I was just about to go there, in fact, so that's great. Keep going. Yeah, I, li- I like the wearable technology, the things that that can bring um, to healthcare uh, and then the options to the clinical folks and the information that can come out of that. Um, and, and then, like anything, I believe a lot of those technologies will then start driving down costs as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was I was actually when you said that I was starting to think about wearables and, you know, they've really come to their own quite a bit, especially in the past year. It seems like some of the some of the technology that was a little less robust has dropped off. You don't hear about it much, Um, but I can almost envision at some point where the where the wearables data, if you're willing to share it on a regular basis, helps inform the clinician, you know, how you're doing so. You know, for example, I've told my primary care physician, I wish I wish you would monitor my exercise and and my my tracking of my calorie intake. Right. If I tracked it on uh, my fitness pal, because then if you saw an anomaly over a period of time, hey, John, you haven't worked out in a couple of weeks. Text me kind of, you know, almost like just to check in. Is everything okay? Um, So I'm comfortable with it. Of course, a lot of people might not be. Yeah, I'd be okay as as long as that reminder wasn't like a cow prod <laughs> or right. something. Probably. That's right. Well, man, we could we could talk about this stuff all day. You know, I think there's some really interesting stuff, and and I really do believe the hospital um, in the next ten to fifteen years is going to be a completely different experience than what you know what it has been. Just, I mean, think about it. You've been doing this thirty years, and it's it's come a long way. So it's going to be really interesting to see what what happens in the future. Any other, um, any last advice? I know we're kind of getting to the end of our time. Last advice you'd give folks that are kind of on this journey? Sure. I, I would say that as we go through this technology, don't forget about human factors. I think we've got a lot of technology coming. In fact, it's going to greatly outpace the adoption of that technology. And for those of us that are excited about the technology, we, we have to be patient. Um, it'll, it'll get there, but, but especially in healthcare, oftentimes we drag, we mm-hmm. drag behind a little bit. So remember the human factors part of that. We, we've got to bring, we've got to bring the people along. No, that's with a it. great point. That's right. All this technology doesn't replace the people, does it? So, well, well, Mike, I, I got a new, uh, a new phrase now I've learned internet of hospitals. I like that. And I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to use it. Um, we sure, sure appreciate you coming on today and spending a few minutes with us. Uh, hopefully will you come back? 
Yeah, always great talking with you, John. A lot of fun. Great. All right. Well, Mike, thanks again, everybody. Uh, Mike Blom, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. I hope you'll continue to come back, rate the program, review it, uh, let folks know about it, and and uh, we'll bring you some great, uh, great conversations. And if you have some things you want to hear in particular, let us know, and we'll be happy to uh, to try to get those guests or get those particular topics on board. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.